This podcast is brought to you by listeners like you through Patreon and Coffee.com. Thank you. We're also brought to you by Libris Arcana. Stay tuned during this podcast for more information and promo codes. this is tales of swordfall i'm paul and i am the dm and who am i with tonight you're with very random butterfly playing rayanne the sorceress slash rogue oh um i'm phoenix and i'm dead i mean my character's dead but you'll see who i'm playing later I'm Luke Skytracker playing Alonzo Whitmire. And I'm Guy, and I'm playing Nork Baltzburg. So, if you were with us last time, which I hope you were, if this is your first episode, uh, turn around and listen to the last episode, because uh, you might get some enjoyment and feels and tears out of it. Um, so, last episode... Nilkus met the three Fae Divines and asked to see Mr. Tangle. And fortunately, the consequences was that uh, was him being fully transported into a world between worlds and uh, going a little bit power hungry and crazy and killing the citizens that were in that and um, ended up dying himself. And uh, what else happened? I can't really remember much else other than... We oh, yeah, Nork. Combo oh. dream sequence. Oh, yeah. They found out Maldra was a little bit more powerful. And uh, if you don't remember who Maldra is, or if this is your first time listening, go back. Uh, Maldra is actually her Berta. And... <laughs> I know. Shocking. And... Uh, Herberta has been a very haughty elf all this time, apparently. And, uh, yeah, she wants to get to know Nork a little bit more. And the curse is breaking, so at some point she will be free of her mule form. And, uh, yeah, maybe go back to her life before it, or maybe spend more time with Nork. Who knows? So... We're going to start off with Alonzo. All right. <laughs> so, okay. Alonzo, like, you went into your room after... Wait, actually, what were you doing after you found that altar and you got instructions to how to uh, burn it? Get rid, of, get rid of it. Yeah, I left the house. Oh, that's right. You were fully out of the house. Yeah, I was gone. And doing some interesting things. Um, so you got instructions kind of psychically that nobody else heard. And what were the instructions that you had to, uh, to finally, well, to get rid of the altar of the Divine Fae Maidens? 
Well, I had to get dirt from a freshly dug grave, moss from a hangman's tree, and then light the fire with a candle made from the fat of a baby animal. So I got kind of a grocery list of occult items to get. Day in the life of a cleric. Yep. So, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask you to uh, describe how you're going to go about this. So, yeah, this is this is the part where it gets a little bit funky because, you know what, I'm not going to hold back tonight and we're going to go. We're going to we're going to do some funky, some funky things because I can and I feel like it. So Alonzo leaves the house, right? Uh huh. And uh, he goes down to um, uh, sort of a inconspicuous alley and uh, he's going to stealth. Can can I roll stealth? Should I oh, roll yeah, stealth? Yeah, roll stuff. Okay. All right. So 16, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna take a bit of a hiding place, make sure no one's around. Mm-hmm. And then he is gonna transform into a dwarf. Oh and my. He's going to get his dwarf clothes on. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna go into a certain inn. I believe I can't remember the name, but it's the inn that um uh, Gerald is at. Oh yes. So you transform. And you are on the all the way on the other side of town, by by the way. Uh, Gerald's Inn is in the Mercenary District. You are right now at Mage College. And uh, that is a few hours walk to there, just alone. Uh, um, oh, go ahead. Keep going. So you go in to the alley as Alonzo. You come out. And what do you look like? I look. I'm glad you asked. I look like a uh, sort of. Sh- I look short and pale. I actually have notes written up and it's kind of pudgy. I'm kind of overly hairy and unkempt looking. Uh, I've got kind of you know kind of spotty pockmarked skin. Uh, I'm just look. I kind of a disheveled, average looking dwarf. Dwarf, not. I got kind of muddy brown eyes and dirty kind of blonde brown hair. There's a certain over complexness to the different tones of my browns like i look a little bit too artistic but you really wouldn't notice it unless you were really looking so i mostly just look like a very stereotypically unkempt dwarf um so are there any um gerald's bar is pretty far away are there any other bars that i've frequent frequented out just kind of outside of the mage college district uh, give me a, um, well, you are near the entertainment district, so that's one. Uh, give me either a history to see if you've, uh, been anywhere, or a investigation to see if you, uh, know any places where you can do your business at. Okay. I've got a little bit better investigation than history, so here we go. It's not a great roll. 13? Uh, you've heard of actually a few places within this district, the Mage College, that, um, you know, magic users usually hang out and kind of do under-the-table deals of certain magic items. Because, you know, even though the Mage College believes in study and finding out your problems and going through... Um, you know, certain rituals and stuff to just discover yourself a little bit more and discover what kind of magic is what and what kind of magic you're most comfortable with. There is magic that 
they don't really allow, but um, it is sort of necessary to explore certain kind of schools. And you have heard of at least one bar that uh, has a lot of people doing these under the table, slightly shady deals. Uh, what would the name of it be? It would be, um, hmm, that's a, um, we'll just say it's called the water horse, just because that's the first thing that pops into my head. The water horse, appropriate name. Um, so you pop out of the alley and you start heading toward the water horse. And I'm kind of walking with a bit of a shuffle. There's a kind of a limp going on. I look like I might've already had a couple drinks. It's hard to say. And uh, can can you roll me a performance check to see if yeah, you are pulling this off? Let's see. And, and do you remember you have uh, advantage on those sorts oh, of rolls? Oh, right. Right ho. That's better. 13. Yeah, you're doing a pretty convincing job of uh, portraying that you're a, you're a drunken older dwarf man. Yep. And, uh, yeah. You're limping throughout the city. Uh, people are not minding you much. Um, you you kind of stick out because there's a lot of magic users with like yeah. robes and everything. But you know, seeing that there's dwarfs like more dwarfs here than some other areas, you're not. It, it's not like you're staying out like a sore thumb. Uh, you go to more toward the market where like all the stalls and stuff are in the streets and there are a few taverns out and about and uh, you see the water horse. Uh, what does it look like from the outside? It's, you know, it's kind of, it's a big tavern. It's, it's, it's got like two stories and the second story bulges out over the road, you know, kind of like a leaning old man and it's kind of run down, but it looks like it, it's run down, but it's not shabby. It just looks kind of almost intentionally neglected. It's kind of a dark-looking tavern. Um, so it's, I think the word is rustic. It's rustic, yeah, and it is both kind of a uh, ominous tavern, but also friendly enough that you could see a lot of kind of loud people going there to get drunk. You know, it's more the upper story that's kind of got dark windows. You know, it's 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 both a place you can go party with your friends. And do kind of some illegal deals under the table. You know, it's it's a place. Yeah, it's a place. It's probably the place that everybody knows that, oh, yeah, you're going there. Uh, well, you'd be careful. <laughs> yeah, because the fights can get a little rowdy sometimes. Well, and also they're probably magical fights, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you go in. Uh, you're not really greeted by anyone. Uh, there are a lot of people having private conversations at many uh Tables, there are a few patrons going upstairs, being escorted by a few people. Um, there are some people, you know, showing off illusion spells. Uh, but it, it looks like a lot of shady people. There's a lot of hoods up and, uh, you know, hoods up, daggers out. And uh, my dwarfy self is going to look kind of a little uncomfortable with this atmosphere. Just because this is more the kind of place Alonzo would actually hang out. But ironically, I'm in this form, but I'm rolling with it, you know? Yeah. Because this is my ear-to-the-ground body.
We're going to pause things for a moment and have a word from our sponsors. Libris Arcana. Do you like role-playing games, but you have no dice? Are you a dice dragon and just need a horde dice? Libris Arcana has you covered. Libris Arcana offers both a monthly and quarterly subscription to get dice. Yeah, that's right. They send you dice monthly or every three months. They also sell individual dice sets and great leather protective book covers for your gaming manuals. Go to www.librisarcana.com. That's L-I-B-R-I-S-A-R-C-A-N-A.com to find out more. And if you use the promo code SWORDFALLFAN, you get a discount. Look in the description below for more details. And now back to the story. Uh, where do you take a table? I'm going to go up to the bar and sit down because you know what? I like barmen. Uh, and there's probably other guys who kind of look like you who, you know, aren't as like hooded and um, stab happy. And, you know, they look like they're here because, you know, they like going here and drinking and maybe the prices or just the liquor's good, whatever. And uh, one of them turns to you. It's, it's older human. He has the uh, salt and pepper uh, five o'clock shadow going on. He looks uh, a little gruff, a little older. Uh, he has, like, patches on his uh, clothes. He's definitely a workman. Uh and uh, it gives you a nod. And I'm totally going to nod right back, you know, do that that guy nod thing, sit up. Man, crazy day, am I right? Yeah. You know, uh, when there's new students at the Mage College, there's something to clean up. Oh, man, them wizards, there's always something to clean up, I'm telling you. Hey, barman, yeah. give me a beer. Hey. And uh, the barman uh, gets you just a nice, throffy, like, beer. It has a really good head on it. It smells really oaty. It it seems premium, but they don't ask you for a premium price. And, uh, okay. Oh, I was going to say, which might actually be understandable, because you're, like, outside the town, and, uh, you know, farms would probably, uh, especially some of the barley farms would, probably be more than happier to give like brew where they're not like heavily taxed inside the city gotta love casinos <laughs> outside oh, city limits yep and i'm gonna take a kind of big a big slurp of it and put it down and i stick out my kind of my kind of red kind of spotty looking hand and be like bedge bedge bricklayer it's good to meet you ah they call me clem ah Good name, Clem. Strong name. Man, I know Swordfall, it ain't what it used to be in my day. <laughs> well, say so you're a dwarf, your day was like a hundred years ago. <laughs> and Bedge is going to laugh because, of course, of course he is. And yeah, it's just, you know what, in my day, there was less killing, it seemed like. Nowadays, it seems every other day they're hanging someone. You know, in my day, we didn't just hang people. You know, if we had a problem, we had a duel like men. You know what I'm saying? Uh, are you one of the grave diggers? 
Ah, no, but I know them. You know, they're hardworking lads. You know, someone's got to do the cleanup work around this city. Someone has to do the dirty work. Yeah, I, I hear uh, I hear the grave diggers. They actually have a, a pretty big one coming through. Some big bounty that just uh, went down. And, uh, man, Erlin, if you know him, he's he's actually the head undertaker. He was uh, complaint. He was actually in here about five minutes ago. He was complaining that they have to uh, dismember this dude and then burn oh, him and then bury him. Man, yo, in my day, we just dug a hole in the ground. Oh, apparently he's an Orzak wizard or something like that. Ah, oh, wizards, they're all the same. Always making things complicated for other people. I'm like really tactless complaining about wizards in the Mage College region. Anyway, uh, I would have turned a bit. Where are they digging that grave these days, anyway? Uh, yeah, they have a cemetery, uh, two or three mile, miles out of town where they put these, uh, you know, wild wizards. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. You, you don't want to mess in with the other graves and you get zombie hordes or something, and especially if they're from Orzag. Oh, God, don't get into zombie hat. Last time, there was a zombie horde. There was so much oh. to clean up. Oh, man, the cleanup from those things. It's like, oh, yeah, let's take corpses and have them walk around. Great idea. That's not messy. And uh, another beer. You're loud enough. Some of the room actually hears me. Like, there, there's a few people who are actually chuckling at this because, you know, they're, they're my... It, it sounds like chuckling of like you know people who've had firsthand experience with this. It's messy, right? Zombies. Oh yeah, I mean you have limbs just flying everywhere, and they're like yeah, using it's, whatever. It's huge, just so much cleanup. All right, I'm gonna finish my beer and make some more ch chat with Clem, and then I'm probably gonna bid my adieus and head back out of the bar. Well, and I'm gonna kind of give him that that kind of workman pat on the like the vague elbow shoulder area. Yeah. Ah, hang in there, man. It gets better, eventually. That's what they keep telling me, anyway. <laughs> well, if I had it, like, a hundred more years like you, it might actually happen. And, <laughs> Or it could get way worse. And he just kind of, later, man, and he just kind of puts up his hand and walks out the door. Yeah, um, do you go anywhere else? Um, what I... Do you, let me see. Um, he's gonna stop. Are there any stores where I could find a candle made from the fat of baby animal? Because that seems kind of important. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of a more common item. Yeah, you could probably find, uh, like you peddler. know, a stall. Yeah, a peddler of like candles. Yeah. Should I roll anything for that, or is it probably just around? Uh, investigation would probably be your best bet. Then we could uh say, oh, eighteen. So yeah, you spend uh a good while. Bedge knows um, all the good stores. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, since you are in dwarf mode, you are probably in money pincher mode now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, the vendors are not surprised that you're a dwarf and you want to save money. And yeah. um, most of them are not. They're, they're willing to negotiate, but, uh, you know, they're trying to hold their ground pretty hard uh can you give me an overall persuasion roll uh oh see yeah just how well you're doing with uh the bartering hey, 18 <laughs> god you I are still got that alonzo in me yep 
So uh, you find one particular booth that's out on the side of the street. This guy has candles of all sorts. Um, he has candles made out of, uh, you know, uh, all sorts of, like, waxes, like beeswax and hornet's wax, uh, made out of fats of, like, um, certain beasts and specific beasts. And uh, he greets you when you start coming up and looking. I'm looking for some special candle the wife wants. Oh, hello, friend. Yes, uh, I do have many candles. Unfortunately, I don't have any uh, candles that would probably be suitable for, you know, some dwarven homes, but I take pride in all the candles that I have. Uh, that's that's great. You know, it's good to see an honest man doing honest work. You got any candles made from, like, baby animal fat? Uh, yes, we have at least three. Uh, what kind of animal are you looking for? Well, really, as long as it's juvenile, I don't really care. You know, it's just what the wife said. I'm just doing what I'm told. Uh, I see, friend. Well, many maternity uh, rituals usually use these candles. Uh, for you, my friend. Ah, uh, crap! <laughs> oh, can or something stupid. Did, did you not realize that that's what your wife was aiming for? Look, she just said, get the Kindle badge. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I don't have the money for this. Well, if you need any extra protection, there is a booth down the road that sells very good potions for those kind of situations. But I only deal in candles. So this candle. Uh, just start me with the candle out. Well, sir, for this finely made hand artisan candle, I will give you, um, it's three gold. It's very hard to make sometimes. Okay. Uh, I've already, ha have I haggled or should I haggle some more? I uh, Just give him a price and you'll get it. Okay. Three gold for like something you made out of like a dead animal. I mean. Look, I'm thinking more like, hmm, I'm just, just saying, you know, I'm, I need to save money for my kid. I'm saying one silver piece, okay? That's what we can do. One silver piece. Well, hmm, he thinks about it. Well, your wife is, did tell you, well, didn't tell you what she had intentions for. So, yes, out of the generosity of my heart and for my fellow male, one silver. And he smiles. Okay. Silver and Pat, he's going to give him that little shoulder pat thing he does. Like, Thanks, man. You're a good kid. And uh, he takes your silver, gives you the uh, nice looking candle. Uh, it, it, it's soft like a baby, too. This podcast is powered by listeners like you. Thanks. Please like, comment, rate, share, and subscribe wherever you can. 
consider supporting us through patreon coffee.com or by hitting the listener support button on our anchor.fm page follow and interact with us on twitter instagram facebook and discord for all these links look in the description below if you liked our podcast consider listening to these other great podcasts Hello folks, J.P. Winterbottom here to tell you about The Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons narrative-focused actual play podcast about a group of private investigators in a fantasy noir setting with eldritch horror undertones. You can find The Beholder's Eye every other Friday on iTunes, SoundCloud, or anywhere podcasts are found.